German Pilates. Just pick up the phone and Dear Amy. All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. Goodness, 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 goodness. We barely can still say good morning, Melissa. This episode brought to you by technical difficulties. Please stand by. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's chock full of nuts and we're heavenly. Yes, we've had some issues this morning. I don't know if it's the glorious weather. I don't know if it's the wind, forest fires, I don't know, Yellowstone sweeping houses into rivers. I don't know what is the cause. I don't know but if it's the general fuck nuttery going on in the U.S. of A, but I am ready to leave it all at the curb. No lie, we've never, we've never let fuck nuttery ever influence our <laughs> bullshit before anyway. How are you today, Amy? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm going with good. I had I had two things happen today that were unexpected, which aren't my faves, but I am leaning in and saying that's great. I had a meeting I was looking to, forward to for some time. Have to get moved, so that won't happen now until well after July 4th. So that's that's up and down. And I also, I hurt my shoulder. I always tend to hurt my shoulder when I restart some exercise. Whoa, let's talk about <laughs> that. First on our list for today, right out of the gate. German Pilates? Oh my goodness. So I stopped going to Pilates right about the time when I launched a gourmet nut brittle business. I decided <laughs> let's just go further in the direction away from one's dreams. I'm going to eat fat sugar nuts, right? All the live Yum. long day and fully stop exercising or paying any attention to the healthful foods I put into my body or any self-care at all, really. So I jumped on that train and drove it all the way until everything was like seizing like an engine with no oil. That's Let's the state just of my say body. that the tires yeah. came off the vehicle. Wheels on the bus go flying off, killing you and everyone else. Yeah, that's <laughs> But luckily, <what's> been... <laughs> people love to help, so... People do love to help. So I restarted Pilates. So went to a couple of classes last week. I was on the daily plan and I'm now actively back on the daily plan. So today being Monday was first day of the week for me, the Pilates week. And they have a new instructor now. They have many new instructors. And this one is German. And wowzee, she is very kind, very sweet. I thought you were going in a different direction. No, she's super kind. Well, gingy. We used to call her the dominatrix because she's this little, tiny, Asian-looking grandmother who walks in there, ding, 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 and you think she's just going to say, you know, peace and love, joy and happiness, and instead, she's talking about, like, sexual positions, and she'll put you in a pretzel and make you cry for your mama. Like, she was awful so hard, and this one... You think, oh, okay, she's very, she's like, whatever feels good for your body, we do now for your body. So she's excellent in the sense that it's very helpful, but here's where she's not excellent. She doesn't really understand the language all that well. Oh, no. So she's trying to describe things for you to do, 
and she'll lose. I've lost the words this morning for how to do it. So juice, just do it. whatever feels good for your body. And I'm like, nope, that's not. We don't. You can't have your eyes closed, your legs in the air, you're flat on your back, your arms are in straps. You don't know what is up and what is down. And then some German woman is saying, and also I do not just put your no, 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 no. First of all, no. I saw on the board. German Pilates and I immediately my DNA was like I cannot have a German yelling at me well, to do so things. she's so sweet and then she loses her train of thought and stops counting. Oh. So you'll be doing it right and she'll go this looks lovely. You all look so very strong like a bunch Three, of warriors. I'm two, so happy for you one. and this is beautiful. In the mirror <laughs> look at yourselves. You're gorgeous. Pull your arms back. It's beautiful. I love it. It's fantastic. Oh and now ten. Nine. And you've been doing this and I'm like fuck you Greta. <laughs> you Greta feel it in your body feel your heart begin to pump and pump and explode through your body and the stroke will come and EMT is here I mean it was like <laughs> what are you doing lady it, was it sounds awful. like you have Dr. Ruth Westheimer oh she and she's just leading you know. through stretches and she's like part Raquel Welsh where did you ever remember Raquel Welsh doing her yoga thing and sure she do. would hold poses that made her look good and that wasn't necessarily the best way to do yoga so this woman has has poses and things that she likes and so she'll she'll do a whole bunch of stuff on the right side of your body and then forget to do the equal and opposite oh on the left. no and I'm like lady 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 I got to be balanced come you on gotta now you got to even me out here please <sighs> No, 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 no. And you're up on this fucking ball like a dog at the circus with your ass in the air. I mean, it's a, it was a fucking lot. I'm new. I'm new. <laughs> I mean, I Sounds can't. like she's new too. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. So here's what I'm is. taking from this. Dr. Ruth is bringing you gently back into your old routines. Yes, rip your shoulder from your socket. Okay, swing let's it get around to your head. Yeah, so no. you hurt yourself? Well... I tried, I don't understand. Most of the time, the way a Pilates reformer, you're on basically like yeah. a flat machine and it works with springs and you set the springs with these little color-coded system. So they're constantly telling you, okay, we want one red, one blue. We want a red, a green, and a blue. And that's just changing the weight for you, okay? So everyone usually makes it way too light. I've never had somebody, they always make it too light and I always modify to make it a little bit stronger because I, I have muscles under all of my copious amounts of fat. Not so with Greta. She was like, <laughs> we'll, we'll do two red, we'll do two red and blue. And, and it was unbelievable. And I haven't been there enough to remember. I'm like, isn't that a setting for legs? And we were doing this for shoulder rotations. Uh, she killed you. Everybody was like, no, no, Greta. They just stopped. And she's like, oh, it's too, it's too difficult. Well, you modify. And so I'm not getting off this ball. I like it takes so much of my energy to, to stand on the top of the Empire State Building on my nose. And I cannot fucking disravel all of this shit so I can change the numbers. So I just did it hard. And I, my shoulder's like, stop, 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 stop. And I'm like, you're going to keep going. You're going to hurt yourself and go. And then we got on the floor and did military push-ups. I'm like, I'm in Pilates. I'm not in boot camp. I need to be on the reform. It was painful. So they say hurts. that the push-up is the best exercise for your entire body. Well, she says that too. Oh, did she? Yes. We it's by we must get strong. We, we get stronger here. And I'm like, oh <laughs> fuck you! Just come on, Arnold. Back away. The whole thing. So I did that today, and I'm going with good for me. Even though my shoulder is super out. I mean, even look at the way I'm sitting. I'm like off fucking balance. You're a little cockeyed. <laughs> I am off balance. <laughs> fuck you, Greta. Thank you, Greta. Greta. It'll be great. 
it'll be it's great health is fucking great i love it's, health well i'm glad you're back on the wagon taking care of yourself i spent the weekend with uh Stuart and i spent the weekend with a couple who is also trying to take care of ourselves right we all we all ride peloton amy's trying to even out her shoulders (laughs) she's trying to make them level it's not good you need a level that's what you need you need a level tell me about your friends who are (gasps) excuse me (laughs) well so i i know people with whom we socialize occasionally who don't eat this don't eat that don't ever do this don't 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 and if i'm going out and i'm going to be somewhere and there's a sugary fruity cocktail that sounds delicious or a beautiful basket of bread put down in front of me no in my day-to-day life I don't typically eat and drink that way but I'm out now and I'm I'm coming out so I I want the world to know like I why not treat yourself well thank you you are out and a boot you should really be just enjoying things. Why? Well, it's Why? about balance. If you're not actively starting to launch or or stay in a really critical moment in a program, those are different times. If you're just living your fucking life, yes, I think living your life involves balance. So that means sometimes you're going to go in the wrong direction and then you will course correct and come back course to the thing. Course correct. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes you will stop at crumble cookies on your way to your friend's beach house and pick up 20 billion calorie cookies that taste literally like a Twix bar and Mm. made Melissa cry as she ate it. Mm. And then why not have, it was just such a pleasure to be out with people who also had a garlic knot, who also Ah, like ah, enjoyed ah. just carbs. And then here we are at Monday back on the bike and back having your egg white omelet. But please realize Egg white omelets are not enjoyable. Spending time with friends and eating a basket of bread is enjoyable. And there well, is egg white omelets can be quite enjoyable. But I take your point. False. No, just, I'll I'll help you. But st- my point being, your point is the same, right? If you're gonna do things that aren't your favorite, you have to find room for your fucking favorites. That's how that works. Just a balanced sort of meal life. Like you, I I don't know. And I've been out and there are people I do love. Could you, could you, welcome to this candy store I'm showing you at the beach. Could you enjoy something? I'm getting a box. I like my box. So why can't you enjoy something? Like, come on. If you don't have joy in your life, if you don't have that you're just spending your life suffering and pushing harder and and putting on two red and a blue. Like why why wouldn't you? What are, for what are you working so hard if not to enjoy other things? You don't go to work every day and think, "Oh, my, I don't know anybody who goes to work every day and thinks, "I fucking love this. I don't know why I have a home life. This is the way to go. Can <laughs> I stay here longer?" Right. right. Yeah, it's just I would do this if I wasn't being paid. Okay. Yeah, would you though? Okay. Um, would you still enjoy it? <laughs> There's still that kinda was all think, the time. Kind of think no. I'm gonna anyway. think no anyway, also. Anyway, anyway, so I'm glad that you were able to crumble yourself into some delectable cookies with friends who similarly enjoy. It's very good. And then I like this. Get right back on the bike or the wagon or the whatever. Just just get back to what made you the person who could enjoy that fucking Twix cookie. By the way. Crumble. Are you familiar with Crumble? Are you a fan? I am, but not intimately. I see them everywhere. They're 
on on a par with they're kind of a hybrid between something like a duck donuts and also a insomnia cookies. Like it's all cookies, gigantic, big, but can't you customize them as well on top no, or no? They okay. customize. I love duck donuts. I love that they customize them, but I never have them do it. I just eat the hot cinnamon Ready to go joy. Drip, drip, that, drip. Yes, that's I just drooling. Thank you. I think I'm going to duck donuts after recording now. Uh, uh-huh. These cookies, they have specials. It's like a drop, like every other advertising marketing okay. boon. So they have this past week, it was like Twix and Reese's peanut butter cup cookies. And they'll have like one weird fruit thing in there. And <laughs> this coming week, the one we're in now has the cosmic brownie. Do you know the cosmic brownie? No, but is it a bit like a slutty brownie? The Cosmic Brownie is like a, a brownie cookie and it has chocolate ganache on top with little dots of colorful candy oh, covered a chocolate. constellation of yumminess. Yes, it's joy. There are like four of a honey bun. Like it's just, I'm guessing like a cinnamon bun, but with honey drizzled on top. I feel like a constellation brownie should somehow have like a Rice Krispie treat integrated into it. Last week, Rice Krispie treat was one of their cookies that okay, my husband okay. plowed through. They are on getting your to know same, the crumble. I like it. You're on the <laughs> same yeah, board as they are. So Google and see what's near you. First, I thought I'm not spending that money on it. Oh, this is fucking delicious. <laughs> I want to work in the lab that discovered oh. the perfect shortbread cookie. The perfect, you know, caramel could be different. Yes, different very places. Much so. can, yes. Texture, butter, salt, all of the things can make. The time caramel can be as and is frequently as different as chocolate can be different. There's all grades, all styles, all permutations. Yes, Yes. they in their lab, in their crumble lab, duplicated the Twix caramel. This week on NASA presents Crumble Lab in the lab, (laughs) in the lab near you. (laughs) Oh, I want to open a lab. I'm ready. I want you to start baking and I want to just sit there on weekends because I know I can't do it all week long. Just Well, I am starting. You know I'm doing this cooking show and that was the other thing that was a little disappointing. I have, I did have scheduled a meeting this evening, a dinner meeting with the executive producer for the show to talk about paths to production and we had to move it based on schedule conflicts on both sides. So I'm a little frustrated by that. But the good news is it gives me another week to go ahead and keep building and doing content. I've been out. I haven't been doing content. All this long walk by way of saying, today my plan is to cook a bunch and film a bunch, and I don't want to eat a bunch. So it's a little weird to be caught in this situation where I need to ramp up production just to get some videos in the queue. Whereas before, when I was sort of doing this as a kind of extension of my lifestyle and frankly, a reinforcement of my lifestyle, I'm healthy eating. Let's watch. I'll show you how to do it. I'm going to continue doing that because I have to. But what I don't have to do is cook a whole bunch of crumble cookies in the whatever and then have mountains of crumble cookies all around me, which I would super do today. But that's not good for me. So I see you concocting the perfect Alfredo sauce, but then you're sitting there in my lab looking at this Alfredo sauce thinking I'm going to need to eat that and I'm going to need to eat all of that. So I, I actually did that. that last night for Father's Day. It was a request of my husband. It is the simplest Alfredo I have ever made. It's all technique. It's four ingredients. It was the best you've ever had in your life. It's so easy and so good. It's it's easy in the sense that all it takes is technique and patience. 
It doesn't take skill. Two things Melissa does not have. It's tricky because when you think you're making fettuccine Alfredo, you think, oh, I've got to do this or it'll come together quickly. Or if I just hurry. Nope. It's about slow down. Slow down. Slow down. My friend Brandy makes risotto like that. She, it's yeah, like that's another one. You got to. Time. Yep. And I'm like, could you, can't you, Stuart's answer is, can't you just cook it on a higher heat and have, I'm like, you're so dumb. Can't you? Can't you be done sooner? Because um, we all want it. It's so good. Like could The you? starch that the rice gives off, the starchiness in the water that the pasta gives off while cooking only happens through time. And Later, right. you, you, you use it as an ingredient. So you can't, can't you bake a cake? faster by putting it at 400 degrees mm-hmm. that's called a burnt cake you can my husband yes. would say yes yeah and he's not gonna be happy with and those he's results. not a baker right nobody's so speaking of your husband how was your father's day uh father's day i texted your man i was like hey what hey, happy father's day buddy um he's so he's so creepy he said nothing i was with him all day he well, said nothing he about say, it say okay that's okay um, i to say something like oh look how kind missy says hi I didn't say hi. I just said happy Father's Day. So okay. maybe he didn't want to make you feel bad knowing I, that you would see I, me. Yeah, I'm day. sure he was thinking of my feelings. <laughs> he's always thinking of your feelings. Is that he's always thinking of your feelings or he's always thinking of feeling you? I don't know. It's one or the other. Oh, Lord. So how was Father's Day in your it world, in your life? fine. Yeah. It was nice because, again, we spent time with friends and my son's like, do I need to be here for this? Nice. So, no. Ah, then we were okay. planning a yummy dinner, and he said, coming back from the beach, we have so many leftovers. Why don't we just eat leftovers? And I said, okay. I love you. Yes. Yeah, I, I love you. I yeah. choose you again. And yeah. again. Always and again. choose you. Perfect. But I, I, you know what I didn't choose? I don't know who your insurance carrier is, but do you have GEICO for anything? We don't. We sure don't. Dear Geico customers, I'm pretty sure your insurance rates are probably going to go up, and I'm going to tell you why. They just settled a case for $5.2 million. Okay. The case was not for a physical car body damage. They also cover in their policy physical person damage, and somebody sued Geico for getting HPV while in the car. That's not it is real. Yeah, it is. They settled You don't the case. get HPV. You don't get it from the car or being in the car. They were in the car having sex, got HPV, and Geico paid them $5.2 million. Now, instead of saying... What a horrible person and stupidity, like the person who spilled coffee on themselves and then blamed McDonald's. You need to start thinking outside of the car or the box or your I got to stab you right there. The, even the McDonald's thing, as egregious as that was, I can still at least trace a line of culpability back to the product being heated to an excessively hot degree, right? If it was not excessively hot, burns would not have resulted to the degree that they did. There's culpability there. The car has no way <laughs> of inserting a dick into your lady bits or parts or any or, any or male bits or parts. The the car cannot give you HPV. It's not a carrier. It's not a it's not a prophylactic. It has it has zero engagement in what you do in the car. 
And I, yet, I don't even understand how this was not immediately thrown out and where the culpability. I mean, I don't even there's no path that 5. involves three million dollars. That's false. That's idiotic. That can't be. Did you get this on Reddit or is that real? That can't be real. First of all, that can't I'm going to defend Reddit. I haven't been on Reddit in like years, but what? Just because it's there, just because it's on TikTok doesn't mean it's not true. Just because oh, it's it, on Reddit. Oh, you, this is from TikTok? No, I, I read it online, but that doesn't mean that it's true okay. either. But I, I definitely read it online. Uh, did, I will did do you more research. Did you read it on famously untrue stories that did sound real? Read it on Snopes, <laughs> my favorite set. <laughs> no, I did not. $5.3 million. Thank you, that Geico. Is in. I will be filing my suit for, you know, uh, obesity. I got obesity while I was driving in my car because I kept driving to fast food places in my car. There's a faster, there's a more direct path to me becoming obese because of my car, enabling me to drive through fast food instead of having a healthy lifestyle, enabling me to drive everywhere. There is a more direct path to that bullshit than there is to stick it and getting some pre-cancer. What? No. Dear dear listener, if you are a lawyer, Amy would like to uh, hire you to represent her with yep. Geico and see if she can get herself a nice 5.3 settlement as well. Rusty, if you are still listening, uh, my favorite lawyer out there, I'd like for you to chime in and either help Amy or re-guide us as to how this you know, happened. E- even shoot low. Maybe just some free milkshake coupons. Like whatever we're going for. Frosties right? forever? Something. Is that what we're talking about? If Geico's about? being this stupid. Yeah, Frosties forever. <laughs> I mean, uh, free Frosties for life. Come on, Geico. That's what we want. You obviously want. don't know what you're doing. So, you know, let's set it up. It's uh, a very litigious society that we need to we need to fix that. And I don't think that this settlement, real or imagined by me, uh, is is helping our case at all. Everything could be settled easier if you listen to my husband by picking up the phone. My daughter had a friend, a, a fallout, and his answer is, just call her. Do you know that this generation would rather public speak nude yes. than pick yes. up the phone and Fight call anyone? to the death. Yes. There's, no, there's nothing. There's nothing like actual human interaction. And honestly... Actual human interaction is still preferred as to phone interaction. That is the lowest form of interaction. They would rather talk to a human in person than have to talk over the phone, which makes even less sense to me. But that's where it is. That's why it's just the craziest thing I've ever seen. It's it. I have a fight or a misunderstanding with my girlfriend. I immediately go to the store, get chocolate bars, ding dong, ditch them on her or see her face in person. And we're like, wait, what were we? Oh, I forgot for a second there because of how I felt about something that you unintentionally did, how much I love you or how much, oh, oh, it was you. People, put yourself either in person or on the phone, solve all the world's problems. A click, a dick, a click, a dick, a click, a dick, a dick, a click, click, a dick, a dick, a ding, ding, dog, a dog, ding, a dick, a dick. I have a couple of dear Amy's to talk to you about. The listeners have written in for help. What? What? And they're they're very similar, so I'm going to combine them into one. Okay, I'm here for it. Let's okay. go. What was our tagline? We're here. We love not to. We help. love not to help. Yeah, because okay. people love to help, and we'd love to not help you. I think is how it was. We have somebody <laughs> wrote in who asked about like when a conversation takes a, a turn on you, 
And I'll tell you that I went to have that whole laser foot thingy finish, you know, for me. Oh, God, the big toe. It's over. Yep, it's over. I went for my last thing and I sat there. Well, wait a minute. Do you mean you now are in full possession of a completed toenail? I have half a toenail now. It has grown halfway from nowhere to the middle of my toe. That's so strange. And what do you do in public? Do you cover it with a Band-Aid or do, do you proudly, some... proudly display this is what you're looking at? It depends. During the day, I, I cover it with a Band-Aid. But if I am going to be walking on the beach, which is really good for exfoliating and salt water and all the stuff that your foot really needs anyway, I am I am to the air. I will walk there in sandals, flip-flops, and I will just walk on that beach and hope for some natural repair. Well, do you experience any pain with any sand or grit or anything getting sand on the open skin? Sand or grit, no. Skin? Dogs pushing off my foot to go <laughs> race after something and dig in. Yeah, it's, it's oh. the worst. Like, it's really bad. So when, that, when I'm done dancing after they kick off of me, uh, other than well, that, I'm, congrat- I'm okay. Congratulations to Congratulations. You. Mm-hmm. So the guy's lasering my foot and holding my foot, and I am already want to throw up on him because get the fuck off me. But... Then he starts talking about how, and there are a couple of people who have approached me with this before too, and I'm curious, dear Amy, what um when he starts saying things like, well, kids, school, and then he throws out the word pronouns, I think, oh no, this conversation's taking a turn. He said, you can't just pick your pronouns. There are only two genders. And I, like... <sighs> I felt like your shoulders all of a sudden got like really high and tight, like the best haircut, uh, nice high and tight. And I I just tensed up and I think he must have felt it because he's holding one of my appendages. Then, then he says, we don't send our kids to school to learn pronouns. And in my head, I thought, yeah, you do. Actually, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, sir. First, can I have my foot back? And second, yes, you fucking do. Right. Okay. So then I, I think I told you before, my daughter goes to to work and the older lady who's working there starts saying trans is ridiculous and you are what you are. And gay is like she's going to spend right. her summer defending gays and trans people for having the right to exist. She's like, I, I don't know that it's my job to educate the entire world. And I'm like, how about just this one stupid woman? Like, How about that? OK. What do you do when you're talking to somebody and you're all in and you're conversing and the conversation takes a turn and then you realize the person with whom you're conversing does not, A, share your your values, B, share common sense, C, have any clue as to what planet they're living on. Like what, what do you do when you think you're one place and all of a sudden the earth rotates and you're looking at just a very different situation? You know, I have... A lot of direct experience with this very topic. And this weekend was a prime example. Time was, for the past 15 years of my professional career, which has taken a huge pivot in the past two and a half years. So prior to that, a, a good 15, 20 years, I was working with folks who never knew ever anything about my real life point of view on things. They knew everything about my professional view on things as it related to how we interacted with each other, but they didn't know how I voted. They didn't know what I liked. They did anything controversial, any you had subject. A, a work box. And I a just life didn't. Box. It, it was just social media. It was just never 
it was never a part of it down to the down to even this podcast in the early days was a real interesting tightrope for me as I slowly introduced a few of my select clients into okay I'm 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 little bit more myself it might be a side of me you don't necessarily get to see so okay so now cut to since you know we'll just call it covid and beyond through in now and moving forward all bets are off and it really became (laughs) i I embrace tits out man tits out i sold my company i embrace i only want to be around authentic people i am who i am i'm working to improve that we this nothing is guaranteed we have you know this moment and that's it time to be authentic and when you do that you're going to attract more authentic people to you I also understand and endorse doing that in a really respectful way I'm not actively out trying to shame other people to believe what I believe however and this is what brings it full circle this weekend I was at a very large lacrosse tournament very very larger than usual lots and lots and lots of teams that we're all associated with father's day so we all got together and had a multi-team celebration and you're just talking to lots of parents and they're mostly all dudes who are there traveling and quickly the conversation shifts from the Uh player in the game to life nervous and they all start and we're in the south and we're in you know it just it really opens your eyes very quickly to oh okay a lot of bumper stickers come out a lot of talking points come out a lot of when you're drinking a lot of alcohol a lot of casual conversation shifts into they think they're very comfortable and with the kind of people right because i don't i don't walk into the room waving my trans black lives matter rainbow lgbtq right. i have it on a t-shirt IA+. people already yeah i don't me. No, right. no 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 <laughs> so i don't do any of that stuff my husband is far more out there in terms of his opinions on this than i am in terms of his social media but i also don't think we don't relate to each other or know each other based on our social media that much in these kinds of settings it's really about the game and the players and then when you start socializing now you realize oh wait who where in the wow okay so what do you do when you hear shit like that Here's all that I believe you can do. And it's a hybrid between my former life, which doesn't work, and my cocooned 2020 immersion, which also doesn't work, which is put the blinders on, echo chamber, like me, listen to me, or get away from me. That's that's the equal and opposite right. Not of, if you're gonna I'll shut up and listen to your offensive shit roll and, and dance in that hot tub. No, both of those are wrong. And the middle of the road approach is you can only be responsible for your views and your impact on the world. So I can have a conversation with anybody about any of their views. And if they're asking things in the form of a question that looks like it's inviting my endorsement or consent, I don't give it. And I'm happy to say something along the lines of, well, we disagree there, or I, I would push back on that. But then that's it. So I don't need to push back. Simply saying something along the lines of, well, I, would, I disagree with you there. And then we continue talking about whatever we were talking about. Like, I can disagree with you without having to actively Fight. engage in the disagreement. Right. I don't, you're not asking me to, cha- you're not saying, hey, Amy, can you change my view on this? Hey, Amy, can we debate this? You're simply expressing a view as if I agree with it. So and for me to, odds are yeah. you're drunk in that situation. So what would even be the point of engaging? So for like me that? to simply stand there and say, I disagree, or, you know, I think that's a little far. I wouldn't phrase it that way. That actually hurts me and my feelings or I am trans. So I don't I don't talk about it that way. Like I say that kind of stuff. Right. And then people 
a lot of times I am black. Don't know what the <laughs> fuck to do. Yeah, I am black. And then they're. <laughs> I mean, that's we. Fortunately for us, we don't tend to have racism as any kind of the issue. Honestly, it's we don't have trans as any kind of the issue or LGBT. Like I can't. We've never discussed gender politics at all. But politically, yeah, that's kind of Fox News. If you don't know it. Fox News is the show, is the channel that's on in every hotel and every gas station everywhere in the world. And I was in Maryland this weekend. It's not like I was, you know, in right. Louisiana. Well, Maryland's home of the KKK, so. My point being, it's a cable situation. And that's for, you know, a John Oliver show yet to be aired. But my the reality is the pol- the politics are playing on the screens in these public spaces where we're gathering. So that often will start this conversation right. going or or people will be a little drunk or they'll make a joke about gas or make a joke about who knows what or the Ukraine war. All the things that aren't funny and that are really serious, but it's what you end up talking about. And so I just sort of let people say whatever they're going to say until it starts to step over the line into don't you agree and in subtle and not so subtle ways of pulling me in or expanding the conversation. And then I'll just kind of sidestep and shut it down. And I think by and large people are respectful enough that they don't want to fight you on it. I think the only people who want to fight you on it start out fighting. And when you shut that down, they got nowhere to go. Right. You know, people who are just talking about their views are talking about them and sort of forget themselves. Oh, I'm actually not standing at the RNC right now. Right. Maybe I, so I'll just, I'll just be aware of who's with me and we can all be civil and fine. And that's honestly, I think how the world works. Then there's a whole subsection of people who come walking in, you know, and it's weird, a weird flex for me to use this as the as the phrase. But I was like, guns a blazing. But that's how funny because <laughs> you say you walk in. Somebody walks in. Somebody walks in, guns a blazing. It's one of our issues. Yeah. And one of our issues. Yeah. So it walks in, guns a blazing because they're looking for a fight. And then the best thing I can do is not give a fight. Right. And then that's almost more enraging to this poor person. Yeah, I'm sorry. Who that's only just not wanted. my experience. That's not that's People, not my experience. What do you mean? They they fight and fight and fight and the fight doesn't stop? No, I mean, if you say, oh, oh, that's interesting. That's not my experience. I've learned to say things like, oh, oh that's oh. fascinating. Where'd you? Oh, so it's Joe Biden's fault that the gas is what the gas costs right now. Oh, that's where I'm so curious. Where did you read that? Like where so, so oh, that, that's you. That's you engaging, though. I know. So it's funny when you said when you said that's not my experience, I thought you meant, oh, you can't extricate yourself from these situations. No, no, no. But if you say if you but if you want to talk to them about it. I mean, where did you read that? Now you're just, you're at, that's defensive, meaning you're putting them on the defensive, well, right? Well, if their information is like, let's arm all teachers and let's, I'm like, mm, that's interesting. The case study you, you quoted about how <laughs> there's no, there's no gun violence in the schools in Norway. You think it's because all those teachers are armed? Like you think this country isn't fucked up with their obsession with, with munitions? Like what? Well, that's interesting. Where'd you? You're right. I engage. Used to engage the guy holding my tootsie, as I was about to. As he's like, well, he said something honestly offensive. Like he didn't. He didn't say something that was an opinion. He didn't say something that was a point of view. He said something that was actively offensive to a large category of people. So that's a that's you know, very that different. Category than, being people with information. You know, well, yeah, I mean, it's educated to me. people like <laughs> so. So that's the kind of thing where it gets really weird when you're in. I was going to say a subservient position, which you kind of are, but yeah, 
when you're at a cocktail, right, the, the situation I described, in. well, yeah. the situation I described is we're all equals. We're choosing to be here. Right. And we can leave at any time. Right. And we can engage with each other in any way that we Not, wish. You're providing a service to me as a physician. I'll see you who, again, right. but it's effectively like you're my neighbor at a cookout, right? I'm going to be with you for a while. So I'm going to also remember that. And maybe not get into it because we're not just passing each other at the quickie mart, never to be seen again. Like we're in a, we're in a, our kids are on the same team. Right. We're in a relationship, you know, better or worse. Right. So let's at least be aware of who we're dealing with. And for me, the best I can do is protect myself from not staying silent. Right. I don't need to pick a fight, but I also don't need for things to kind of swirl all around me without me saying, nope. You know, so I'm just I'm going to do that. Right. In my situation, I was in a physician's office. Totally different. A physician that knows my husband. Like, it's not bad enough. I'm his, like, crackhead wife. Like, I now need to be militant with my opinion. Like, I thought, oh, that's interesting. That's not been my experience was all I wanted to get out of there with, you know. So I don't well, usually engage. But sometimes, man, when you tell you me could, there my are. Brother, well, my brother is really an interesting case. My brother is as far away from me politically as is possible to be. He is just, you know, absolutely red, 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 right? Actively, aggressively red. And he, for his whole life, has owned his own business. And it was an auto body repair shop. He would, you know, he was a, he raced cars. He was a motorcycle racer. He was all in it all the time. And I just remember... He had this phrase that he would always pull out long oh, before no. politics. Well, no, because people would be there in this moment of panic and crisis, and they're telling you all this stuff. So he would just interrupt in the middle of them talking, whatever the thing is. And then my dog jumped out, and he's, uh, he says, back to the car. Like, he just would say, back to the car. And then he would begin telling them the estimate or whatever. And it, it kind of felt... He reclaimed his time. He, he said, reclaimed back, his time, Senator. And, he would, and I thought... Look at you figuring out how to deal with people instead of throttling your, you know, putting your hands around their right. throat and killing them. Yeah, it's like just, and also standing there for an hour being, air quotes, polite, costing yourself business. You go back Money. to the car. So, and people would sort of realize, oh, we are here to talk about the car. So I feel like in that foot situation, you could have maybe stiffened your heel, not kicked him, right. stiffened your face, heel right. and said, back to the toe. I really, and ask any other kind of change the topic question. I feel like that's, if you are redirect. in a relate, redirect, but back to the primary relationship. Your relationship with him is not one of politics. It's not social. It's not one You're, of political And I don't issues. even know why I'm calling it politics. Your relationship with him is not of misgendering and stigmatizing and hating having hate speech around an entire category of people. That's not your primary relationship with him. Your primary relationship with him is fix my fucking toenail. Please. So back yeah. to the toe. Yeah. To, you know, okay. Back to the toe. I'm worried about polish or can I maybe stick this up my husband's ass? Like any, anything at all. And if he doesn't take that hint, that's when you can do the active shutdown thing. I'm uncomfortable having this conversation with you. Let's talk about something. But else. really, can I stick this up my husband's ass? Like I'm or just yours curious. if you keep talking. Yes. Or I, you're going to feel it sooner than my husband will. Yeah, I know. I can't. I definitely watched the clock. I counted the toes. It's self-meditation. Like I went in my head a little bit as he's talking. But I did use the phrase, that's actually not been my experience. Right. And that's and a fair one. That's absolutely fair. That's good for you. 
And that's all I really left it at because I really wanted to get out of there. I didn't want to engage further. Didn't you say you have dogs? Like you get back to shit that we can relate on because back your to the yeah. opinion about some of these things are really concerning to me. You are the people that we tell our kids about and we, you know, warn our kids about for the most part. And that's that's really that's not that's not been my experience is a gentler form of I'm not comfortable talking about this with you. Right. And it and he'll get that. She'll get that when you right. say that kind of phrase. And if they don't, then bring out the big guns. No, stop. Back up. I punch <laughs> you now. Put my foot down now. Step away I, from the toe. I punch you now. <laughs> Feel your heart leaving your body. And now we fight. <laughs> and now we fight. We we absolutely <laughs> fight. Wait. Get me my foot back, and now we fight. I heard an interesting statistic this weekend while with friends. Me, lay on me. Seven minutes of intercourse, which is oh. really the average. Not that, not that much. Unfortunately. Okay. Oh, um, okay. For women. Seven minutes of intercourse is equal to 1.3 hours in the gym. What? That's not true. Look, if you're going to keep saying... That my Geico stats and my sex to workout stats are not true. I don't know what I'm going to do. I can't just keep I coming here. I didn't gain this much weight staying, wink, out of the gym. Okay. It's not equivalent to that much time in the gym. It's just not. 1.3 is seven minutes of sex. Come on. What, what are you doing in the gym? Standing there looking around? Like that's either a really shitty gym experience Seven minutes to an hour and a half? That's not the math. The, the math's not mathing. I dispute You don't feel like when you start working out, you don't start sweating until like 15 minutes in or it doesn't start. You don't start like that kind of. I think the no, full body I, workout of climbing on top of your man and yeah, yeah, spinning yeah. around and, and flipping the lights and dropping the swing. Seven minutes of that is equivalent to like an hour in the gym. It says 1.3, but. I don't know. Someone's not doing it right. Is that what you're saying? Someone's not doing it right or either at the gym or in the bed or on the swing? Here's why I'm hesitating. When I'm at the gym, I am absolutely when I and by gym, I mean in in air quotes, when I am exercising using any method. Right. When I am doing some sort of exercise in any method, every single thing that I'm doing, I'm doing it to the furthest breaking point that I can do when I'm doing the opening stretch I'm stretching as if I'm making my body longer every so I'm doing opening stretches and I work up a sweat I work really really hard because I don't do it all that often and I want to get the most out of it that I possibly can when I'm having sex I am for the most part trying to get myself to completely relaxed I don't know. It's so weird to think of it as a workout. Am I tired? Yeah. Am I sore? Yeah. I get it. But not like, I don't, you don't agree Would with that this? Would that make you stay home from the gym more? <laughs> yes. I Are you kidding? I can accomplish this in seven minutes. Let's go. Yes, that's why, that's the other thing. That's why I'm like, that shit ain't working. That's not getting my fucking result. I Let's mean, it go. gives a result. But it's not getting the result I, you know, <laughs> it's not, it's not changing the shape of my ass. Like, that doesn't help me. <laughs> As long as it's Come not getting on. me pregnant, I'm fine with it. If you're talking on a basic level, heart rate, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's probably fair. That probably makes sense. Your heart rate is definitely elevated. I can go there. Yes. But the rest of it, come on. 
It's not like lifting weights for that amount of time. No. Uh, it depends on how you do it. An hour and a half of lifting weights is equivalent to seven minutes of lifting a dick. His dick no, ain't that, that heavy. That can't be. I'm assuming they just meant cardio, but uh, I guess that's two things I now need to research further. The guy I just say HPV have sex longer, right, in the car. Now you just go have sex longer in the car, and then you tell me, Geico. Buy me a gym membership, maybe. Right. If you're paying for my my gym membership. What are you asking about? Is it Truman Capote or Edgar Allan Poe? Well, I was the difference between those two humans. (laughs) That's a problem. A conference I attended and frankly helped host on behalf of one of my clients. So I sort of helped run the conference for five days in this past week was for travel writers and associated folks in the tourism and hospitality industry. Great. Just to oversimplify, everybody involved at this conference is a storyteller of some kind. They're either telling a story that's going to compel you to come to their place and spend more money, or they are in the business of telling stories about all the other places. So it was a little bit like a swap meet. Everybody wanted, so we had half and half people let, let me show you how great my place is so you could talk about it. And then other people looking around for, I'm really looking for great stories. Are you that story? So storytelling, storytelling, storytelling. So at the socials and the cocktails and all the things that we're doing, I was amazed that everybody has a ghost story. Really? I've been so amazed by this that I brought it up with the lacrosse people who have nothing to do with this. And it's starting to develop a theme everyone there has a ghost story do you have a ghost story I mean I don't know that I would call it a ghost story but I went to camp for years and there are stories they tell about the camp and the person whose parents died or haunts the the main house or whatever they, there there are stories but personal like in a house I don't know I don't have anything like that I have Everybody, it seems, well, but you've even heard it. Okay, so it seemed that everybody at this conference, and a lot of people at the lacrosse thing, everybody has a ghost story, and they wanted to tell it. And because they were writers, I felt like I was either dealing with Truman Capote, people who were massive drunks, who who were up on stage, no matter if there was a stage anywhere in the near vicinity. They were commanding the room. We were all in raptures, right? We just couldn't get enough of them. Or they were the creepiest, weirdest, nerdiest, get the fuck away from me. Yes, they really were two distinct camps of people. They were either life of the party, a million stories, I want to be around you, every word that comes out of your mouth, I'm I'm hanging hanging on it, you're so cool. Or I would not want to pump gas next to you because you're really strange. What is that you're wearing? What is that you're drinking? What is that you're writing while we're what talking? What is that knocking that's coming from beneath your chair? All what of it is that? and everything. Sitting in the corner. You don't even have social talk. Like you can't figure out how to do it. Like it was just so bizarre. But in all of that, one of the Truman Capote types busts out and starts telling all these paranormal visits that he had. We were all staying in a hotel, of course, because it was a conference. So they're talking about haunted hotels where they've stayed and telling stories. And he was a little bit gay and started to tell the story about how, how a gay spirit had spooned him and he felt the presence of a body laying next to him in the bed 
And at the moment when he turned over to say like, why do I feel like there's a person in this bed with me? He felt an icy arm go across his chest. Like he was telling this story in a way that made you believe that he believed it, even if your eyeballs and whole face is going, no, no, no. Okay. Dear listener, do you have a ghost story? If you do, I desperately want to hear it. I live for this shit, which might be shocking to any of you who don't know me at all. Uh, if you'd like to share it with us, Amy as well would love to hear it. Brilliantobservations at gmail.com. Leave us your story at Brillob Squad on Facebook or just Brilliant Observations there or go to Instagram at Listen Brilliant or Twitter at Listen Brilliant and let us know your ghost story. I think everyone who has one wants desperately to share it and I want desperately to hear it. I got one that's even better for you. So after he told us this crazy, creepy thing, and he was telling it first person, so it happened to him, he was committed and convinced. Then he wants to tell, he goes, that's not even the best one I've ever heard. I had an editor once who went to Louisiana, specifically was called there, as we all are in this business, called and paid, flew down, right, on the, the destination's dime to write stories about this place, checked into a hotel that was known to be haunted, right? Total skeptic was not somebody there who was receptive to this. She didn't think that this was, you know, whatever. So she gets there, right? Does the whole check-in thing, goes, spends the night in the room. The next morning, the hotel staff arrives, you know, 5.30 a.m. shift. They're the first ones there for the morning shift. She's already in the lobby bags packed, ready to go. 5.30 in the morning. They call everybody. We we flew you down here. We spent twenty thousand dollars. This whole week is planned. You're not leaving. Let's get you situated back in the room. You know, you look like you're ready to go this morning. But how can we how can we fix this for you? And she said, "Okay, do you see my hair?" I said, "Yes, yeah, beautiful French braid. This looks gorgeous." She goes, "Yeah, I didn't braid my hair. Went to bed with my hair the way I wear my hair, and woke up with my hair braided down the back of my fucking head." Oh. My God. First of all, my and, daughter would love that. But and they said all, to her, we'll drive you to the airport right now. No oh explanation. No explanation. Room was fucking locked. She was alone in the room. Woke up and the room was still locked. Deadbolt fucking locked. Braided hair down the back of her fucking head. <laughs> it was crazy. There were I racist want, ghosts I want on some plantations. I want Some all plantations who were who were racist ghosts and they would only pick on the black people and the people of color, which is fucking awful. Uh, ridiculous. Ridiculous. So there's gay ghosts. There's racist ghosts. There's Brady ghosts. There's all the ghosts. Ghosty, 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 ghost. Gross. Are there any ghosts? This brings up a scene from a Chevy Chase movie. I don't remember the name of the movie, but he like... Something gross spilled on him and he became almost like um, glowy nuclear grossness. Oh. <laughs> Do you remember this yeah. movie? Something. Yes, I'm visualizing it. Yes. Where he was with his partner, a little glowy and gross, and he didn't even have to touch her to get her off, to have sex with her. He was bored, I guess. I don't know what made him choose not to and to do it with like imaginary whatever. Are there ghosts who fulfill your sexual needs when you stay at their hotels? Or, or their own. I mean, is this a case where, you know, Moaning Myrtle from good old Harry Potter is just so prepubescent when she was taken into the next life and never really got the fix and is going to make some shit happen? As opposed to nearly headless Nick. Um, yeah, I get it. <laughs> I fucking love Harry Potter. I can't help it. I'm so sorry. I, I get it. I love these stories. But a piece of the, I don't know, what 
adjective you would like to use to describe this part of me. Part of me wants to hear the dirty side. Like there is a whole, okay, well, what would make a ghost braid your hair? That's uh, that's weird as fuck, but why, why doesn't it get any dirtier than that? I want to hear the dirty side. Especially from you, dear listener, if you have a dirty are you, side. <laughs> are you kidding? Well, then we it's have not to just shout tell out. A story. <sighs> we just have to shout out to Brittany Felix because, uh, and I'm not sure if she's a listener. I'll reach out to her and I know she's dealing with some stuff with her dog right now. So shout oh. out to Lorelai. Yes, but on the mend, in the right direction, but a, a tough, long walk. She is a paranormal investigator. She's in the podcasting space. She does a lot of content. She's heavily involved with She Podcasts, the group. So you may, folks may know her through there as well. But I will reach out. She is always going on these trips trying to get ghosts to interact with her. So maybe there's some sort of like ghostly dating app that we can investigate where there's sort of, you know, the crossover team. I don't know, man. I don't think I want to do it with a ghost. The crossover team. All right, Amy, are you ready? No, no joke. No. I want your fucking I want your fucking ghost stories. They don't have to be sexual, but there's. There's swag in it for you. Yeah, there's an A plus for sex. If okay. there is sexual content in your ghost story, because seven minutes, I'm weird like that. Okay, thirty seconds with Amy. She's she's just riding her crooked shoulders right now to make don't, sure don't, she's don't, ready. Don't 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 All right. don't 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 don't. Thirty seconds, with Amy. Amy, in the next thirty seconds, tell me as many of this topic as you can. The topic is sandwiches. Begin. Reuben, Italian, submarine, turkey, peanut butter, tuna, spaghetti sandwich. Wait, father's okay. Favorite. Uh, fluffernutter. Yeah. A Rachel, which is a turkey Reuben. Then we're going to have a grilled cheese sandwich, bologna, ham, chicken salad. Uh, it's a sandwich technically a sandwich a french dip is a sandwich stop okay that was pretty great you did great what's a spaghetti sandwich (laughs) well it is as you would imagine it's two pieces of bread what kind of bread this does not sound like you at all italian bread that you have in your house because you're an italian so and when you an Italian, <laughs> because when for some reason you don't finish the spaghetti from the night before. Yeah. You have some cold. Yeah. Noodles and tomato gravy in the refrigerator. And so you scoop them out onto the bread and you eat them and you walk away eating this sickening thing that I'm not going to have. But he would have with regularity. Yeah, it's a spaghetti sandwich. So my husband used to have a similar disgusting thing. They would have rice sandwiches. Yeah. You make no sense. You're like, I, uh, let's just put all the carbs in one place and we, make a we sandwich. Pour. Out what of you it. want from me? We can't all have, you know, Procter and Gamble money or whatever the fuck you had in your house. I don't know. Yeah, we no. This is, this, is, this is how it works. There was no doctors in my house. We had spaghetti sandwiches, cold coffee. Yep, that's it. There you go. Congrats. I've never heard of a spaghetti sandwich. That was fourteen. You were well okay. on your way. You got okay. re. Uh, motivated and well the reality is sandwich is a tricky category because you then get into the culinary discussion of what is a sandwich is a hot dog a sandwich is a hamburger a sandwich i heard that that's what is a hoagie a sandwich is a submarine so i was sort of sidestepping so i was running them in my head like nope 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 so but if i i I, all right i mean i don't want to get too political but if a hot dog's not a sandwich what the fuck is it it's 
meat in it's your pocket. A, it's a protein in between two bread items. So, peanut, what's, n- a so jelly what's a sandwich? Sa- a, I, so jelly sandwich? sandwich is a sandwich, but a hot dog. Somebody said that on Colbert asks like this 10 questions or whatever, 50, right. whatever he asks. And he says, what's your favorite sandwich? And I, one of his guests said a hot dog. And everybody went, Err! Yeah, that's like a taco is not a, a taco sandwich. A taco is not a sandwich. Yeah, no. But everybody knows that. But the hot Dear dog. Dear listener, is a hot dog a sandwich? It. You can give us the wrong opinion at brilliantobservations at gmail.com <laughs> by saying, yes, of course it's a sandwich. It's meat between bread. But, I mean, our, it's really like a pocket. It's not as much a two, whatever. I want your opinion. I love you now know mine. Sandwiches too. I totally forgot about what those. is potato sandwiches. They're a delicacy. They're delicious. Potato sandwiches. Yes, ma'am. How yes, are you preparing ma'am. that potato? Because I'll eat potato in literally every form, and I have, I thought, until you said potato. Well, sandwich. we have something in our family called Grandma's breakfast, and it's basically I just a Grandma's massive breakfast. smorgasbord, right? And so you would take an Italian roll or a piece of Italian bread and scoop out a lot of the bread and stuff the inside with the fried onions, potatoes, and the, the fried sausage and everything else that you had, and some roasted red peppers, and put it all in there and eat it. Ha ha! Sandwich, delicious. Then come to find out that the Spanish do a similar thing as part of their culinary tradition, where they basically take a flattened potato tort, effectively, or like a frittad, like a frittata, right? So cooked potatoes that have been smashed down in a pan, tartan style, and they scoop those out and shove it between bread and eat it that way. But it's something that you can order and buy. Like it's, it's not just because somebody's grandma did this with leftovers. What so sauce I have to get is the on name there? What, what? Nothing. It's seasoning. potatoes and bread. And it's because the potatoes have been soaked in oil and garlic and salt and okay. pepper. The potatoes themselves are the real star of the dish. And then the bread is just a way to get it more effectively into your face, I believe. It's a way yeah, to yeah. hold it and not need a f- fork. I will look it up, though, because I am I, when it occurred to me, when someone mentioned this to me, I thought, oh, that's just like. And then I never went and learned the name. So now I will learn the name and post the name. I'm potato a sandwich, Spanish style. All yes. things potato. I'm a fanalo. I want I want all of it in I my pile. the potato. Usually on the weekends because that's when I'll eat like a fucking crazy person. But now Yay. I'm going to go have some egg whites. Uh, dear listener, thanks for turning up, turning out, turning over, and finding a cold, icy hand running across your chest, and your <laughs> hair got <laughs> braided overnight. Do you see Gross. my hair? Uh, I do. I did not do this to my hair. I I need to meet her. I need to go to that fucking hotel. I, I'm all in. But that Crazy. really fucks with my theory that there's a camera in like every compromised room like bathrooms if there's a ghost in there too i'd have trouble i'd have lots of trouble uh thank you so much for listening we love you so much we're so grateful for you that's all the so's i have to use today i hope i don't run into sammy sosa i that's it we love you Bye. bye